0: amigos, and welcome back again to Record Breakers. I'm Peter Ray, if you man with no plan. Here with me, of course, is my crew. We've got Patrick. Hello. We've got Brett. Ahoy, hoy. And we've got Drew. Hey. Uh, we're here to talk about music, share music with each other, and this fun little book club for music that we've got going on. Uh here with this thing we call record breakers. Uh the provider of the music of this week this week is none other than Drew. Drew, what do you got for us this week?
1: Um, well this week was mostly an excuse. An excuse for me to listen to a lot of a record that just came out that I found that uh, didn't find, but when it came out I started listening to it and I loved what I heard. So I wanted to listen to more of it and have an excuse for that. So I decided that I wanted to do Integrity Blues by Jimmy Eat World.
0: Mhm. Um yeah, let's get some uh thoughts uh Brett, what were your expectations coming into this album?
2: Um I I really haven't listened to too much of Jimmy Eat World. Um I didn't know if their formula had changed uh over the years or you know, I I I I, I knew I had one reference point. But uh, otherwise, I I was not sure what I was going to get into. I mean, this could have been like the lick it up era of Kiss with no makeup. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah. yeah where except this Jimmy World with makeup? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Patrick, what expectations did you have coming into this album?
3: Um. I, I had seen this album had come out about the same time Drew did because uh music streaming services tell you when... When stuff comes out, which is nice, Uh so I was probably going to listen to it anyway. So this was a decent excuse to do so uh sooner rather than later. Hmm. Um. Yeah, Drew.
0: How would you describe this album musically? What would be the themes, What would be the themes elements that make up this record?
1: Well, before we get into this record, um, to recap, uh, going the way back machine, I brought a little album called Clarity from Jimmy World. The reason I brought Clarity, even though it's the record, not is known by most people. Um, Bleed American would be their biggest one. I do love Bleed American. Clarity is probably one of my favorites. Um, that album especially was a simple mix of uh, big swelling sounds, easy rhythms, and um, songs that at once can be both inspiring and somber in places. Um, and the composition of that record is something that I've always really, really liked. Um, and why I like Jimmy World in general is because of uh, the composition um, that they can bring to it. I think that uh, Clarity and Bleed American are two of the great um, albums when you sort of point to that era in like the alt-rock emo scene. It's a simple, effective tonality and idea to me when you get into the Jimmy world. When I heard this record, um, when I started putting this on, even when it was just get right, which was debuted on uh, BBC radio one, um, when that came out and that started making the rounds, it was something that I liked damage, but not as much as the other records, um, that I've mentioned. And I felt like, okay, maybe this is getting back to what I like about them. And it does, but in a way that I feel is a little more mature than those records were. And it has to be, um, it's something that, you can feel them sort of growing into like, okay, this is what we like to do. We're going to give the fans what they want. And we're going to do something that we have fun with at the same time. It's that mix of low end groove that Jimmy world has that not a lot in this sort of genre get, but at times almost like filling out, like just getting almost into a wall of sound sort of situation. Um, that makes it something that's a little bit different than your run-of-the-mill alt-rock. Also on this record, something that I really, really enjoy um, is the production in general. Um, Justin uh, Meldell Johnson is a name that might be familiar to some, might not be. Um, he is known for his work with, say, Nine Inch Nails on bass. Um, back m um, 83, he did some production work for the likes of Paramore. Uh, Tegan and Sarah, things like that. And so he's well versed on both ends and his uh, production work on this record, I think was really cool. And there's a couple of songs that we can get into that you can definitely hear his touch for that. And I think that's really cool when a producer that understands the breadth of a genre can be like, okay, what about this? Or what about that? And sort of bounce that off of it. And you can hear that in it too. It's just an album that From front to back i think sort of harkens back to the first couple of jimmy world records which is what Mm -hmm. i really liked from them
0: yeah there's there's a lot about this album musically that just feels right like uh i'm not good at describing you know things musically on like a musical uh, technicality standpoint but it just felt right and it felt cool uh patrick oh i think i started with brett brett what would you? Uh, I'm trying to like remember things, Brett. What would be the themes elements that caught your attention?
2: Well, I'll try to remember things too. Uh, no, uh, um, you know the the addition of synthesizers behind a standard rock band is uh, is it's always a good thing. I I think. Um, it sort of gives it a fuller sound, and you know, and also by having a fuller sound when you pull it away you can put some real emphasis on, on your rests. Um, uh, they use piano when it makes sense. That's a, uh, you know, that's something that can be overused. Uh, and once it's there, that it's, it's, there's no putting it back in the tube. You gotta, you gotta know when to pull out your piano. Um, the production is pretty amazing. Um, I, on, on some tracks, uh, um you do see some extreme shifts in style. Uh and I'm gonna make sure to underline uh, some examples when we start going into individual tracks. Um, but yeah, there's quite a lot going on here.
0: hmm Yeah, there's a lot going on here, a lot of really cool stuff going on here musically. Uh Patrick, what will be the themes elements that caught your attention?
3: So I'm gonna be the bummer here. Um and in some ways and in some ways not. Ah, uh, there are two kinds of Jimmy Eat World songs. There's like the, the very emo and pop punk influenced, energetic stuff, and then there's sort of their more brooding, thoughtful, softer side. This is an album that is mostly that brooding, thoughtful, softer side, which some people love. Drew loves it, and there's <laughs> it, it is it is something I, I like, like in a Jimmy Eat World record. And, and and I'll talk about more about this when I get into it. Uh, when I get into songs, but like, usually this is 20 to 30, maybe 40% of a Jimmy world record and here. It's like 90% is that sound. And, and probably that comes from them just being older and maturing and not being, you know, angry, emotional kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, Angst emo kids. Like they were, you know, 10, 15 years ago, and they were making albums like Clarity and Bleed American. I mean, to me, Bleed American's one of the, like, I've been listening to that album since it fucking came out, and I never stopped, and I never stopped loving it. It's one of my all-time favorites, and Clarity is a classic for a reason, and actually, some of their other stuff, Futures and Chase This Light, which were the ones after that, were better, and I actually enjoyed Damage, I think, more than Drew did, um... Damage this is just, probably my least favorite. Of the yeah, games. and I think I, feel, I feel about this the way Drew felt about Damage. I don't hate it, but it is it is the softer side of Jimmy World for almost the whole record. And if you like that side of them, you'll probably enjoy it. It's well written. It's exceptionally well played. It you know Jim Adkins' voice. He's he's better than ever. I think at being Jim Adkins. But it, I I was really hoping for one of those like high energy banger songs that you get on some of the earlier records and I don't think this had one
0: hmm. um yeah that's an interesting thought I'll uh, be yeah, speaking of uh, going into tracks uh Drew what would be some of the key tracks for you
1: uh I'm gonna try to refrain from doing the me thing um we've got four though um and we'll start off with uh you with me um it's yeah um Pat's not wrong. Um, There is the mid-tempo sort of subdued, not quiet. Like, I wouldn't say this is like a quiet, low-key song, but the more subdued uh, Jimmy World songs that just sort of have that underlying bass groove is something that I really enjoy. There's something cool and bouncy, especially to the bass in this one that one of these days I want to go back and sort of try to pick it up and try to learn it. Um, When we talk about the producer on this record, um, Pass the Baby to is the one is the song to me that picks that out. It's the one that when I hear it, like I can hear those influences from him in it. And I think that's really cool. Um, sure and certain I'm going to go back to, um, usually do it chronologically in an album, but I'm bouncing around here. Um, sure and certain something about this song, uh, reminds me of when I got into Jimmy world in the first place, like being that teenager, uh, the tone to the drum beat, it it's something that screams a little drew and junior high. Um, and why I'm sort of thankful that I keep following Jimmy world because at once, like you can tell on this album, they grew up, but at the same respect, they can make you nostalgic for what they once were, which I think is cool. Um, and get right. Like I said, this is the first song that I heard off of this record and I heard get right. And it surprised me that Patrick said there was nothing um, off of this record that harkens back to this because get right, had the tone and the speed and the attitude and the stiff upper lip that I remember in a song like sweetness. That's something that is just, I liked a lot and I was like, okay, I, I need this record more in my life. And I was glad that it was the first one I heard because I was properly hyped for this record because of that song. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key tracks for you?
2: Well, these are the ones that stuck with me the most. Uh, sure and certain. Uh, it's the the lead single off the album. Um, it's got a strong beat. It's, you know, it does have that dose of adult contemporary radio, but it sort of puts the twist on the formula. I, I can see why they picked this to be their lead single. Um, uh, Pretty Grids. Um, I really enjoy Distorted Piano um and the way that it's used here um it's sort of a different sound than some of the other tracks uh you know this is one of the songs that kept uh coming up in playthroughs i was like oh hey um and uh then i should probably mention um past the baby uh like i i didn't look at the credits but like the early 1990s showed up for like the last like eighth of that song like some some serious like sound gardening without uh, somebody howling over it. Um, I, I wasn't expecting that, but uh, <laughs> that, that's that's it's noteworthy.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna kind of come out of nowhere. The nineties hit you. The nineties hit you like a ton of bricks. Just you know, it's like, hoo, hoo. surprise nineties.
2: Needs somebody grunting really loud. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah, nobody's nobody expects this 90s Inquisition. Uh, Patrick, what would be some of the key tracks for you?
3: Uh the opener, you with me. Um I and I sort of mentioned this in my previous thoughts. I was really hoping for the Jimmy Eat World opening banger song, like Bleed American opens uh that album, like uh the opening of uh a Big Casino, which opens which album? The one, two after bleed American, uh, uh pain. No, no, but that album, but.
0: Uh, chase the chase light, chase the light. Yeah, chase the oh, light. Oh,
3: right, right, right. Yeah, the way that like, and, and a song like pain. Those are my favorite Jimmy World songs. They're really high energy, where you can see that you know, back in the late in the mid nineties, this was a bunch of punk kids who had discovered emo music, and that that was sort of the energy they played with. Uh, this wasn't that, but it did sound like a really good song from the middle of a Jimmy Heat World record. You know, the, it, it is the 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 like slightly slower, less you know, less super energetic stuff. But it was a good one. And then get it right, which, like I said, ninety percent of the records the slower, softer stuff. Get it right is at least a nod to that that sort of that sound that they used to do, and I liked it a bit more. And then um, I, I just have to mention it because why the fuck are there drum machines on a Jimmy Eat World record with Pass the Baby? I just – what the fuck? There should not be a drum machine on a Jimmy Eat World record. I, I get what they were trying to do, I think, but no. No, just no. Put the drum machine away. I like the synths and keyboards. That's, that was a nice addition. Like, that's fine with me. Put the fucking drum machine away.
0: Yeah, um, Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't mind it as much. Uh, I didn't react as strongly. I I I I liked many more. Well, I liked that a little bit better uh, than you did. Uh, uh yeah. And there were some great songs on here. Uh, like I, I another one is really cool and really kind of uh you know nice. Uh, the end is beautiful. Uh, yeah. That was, 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 was you know getting in the feels. I like that one uh yeah this is just some beautiful songs even the title track was pretty fantastic way right down there at the end uh it was pretty fantastic um yeah let's bring it back around the horn for some uh conclusive thoughts uh brett what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album as a whole i mean
2: is this something that i'm gonna put on my regular rotation no it's it's not really my jam, but you know, I, I can completely respect that it is to some. Um, it wasn't garbage,
1: no, no redheaded singers in this one, no.
2: but it really really didn't grab me. Um, your mileage may vary, but uh, you know, give it a listen, it won't hurt you.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick, what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album?
3: Uh, um. I uh, Here's what I will say A lot of bands that I listened to in high school Jimmy Eat World being one of them Now either don't make music anymore Make terrible music Or, you know, like, like Don't exist Jimmy Eat World's still around, still making music Still making mostly good music This is this is not my album from them And that's okay They've, they've got like seven others on, And most of which I like more um, I'm not like, oh my god, Jimmy Eat World's Terrible now and I hate them this is – it's just not my thing from them. But uh, if you like their sort of slower, softer stuff, uh, this is probably – you're probably going to enjoy it. This is not – it's not that this is a bad record. It's just not what I wanted. And that's the problem with being a fan is like of a band for a long time is you get to a point where you you listen to a lot of them and you know what you want and you don't always get it. That's just what happened here. It's not a – it's not bad at all. I mean they they still – they still are writing good music. They're still doing good stuff. This just isn't isn't the one for me. Yeah. Uh I I I'm one of
0: those people that likes the the slower <laughs> slower yeah, Jimmy like Eat I World. Said,
3: it, this is good slow Jimmy Eat World.
0: Yeah. I just I,
3: want like I want like a blend of the two. I want both.
0: Uh, I like all. both, but I don't mind having a heavy dose of the slow Jimmy Eat World and the plaintive Jimmy Eat World. Uh and this is a, this is just a cool record to kind of get into and and uh feel all over yourself. Uh and, and yeah, it's just really cool and the the songs are good and it's just it it feels right, I think. It feels just right. Uh and that's what I liked about it. Uh Drew, what would be your conclusive
1: thoughts on this album? Would you would you say that they got right? Um all right. So I brought Clarity uh, before, and as I said, um, it's, it was probably my favorite Jimmy World record. The one that got the most play to me. Uh, Bleed American's great on your drive home when you're just uh, pumping your fist and having a great punk rock drive home. But like, as a record, is something to like dive into. Clarity was always it for me. Um, might not come as a surprise to most that I was a sappy, sad, fucking emo kid. Um, in school, like most of my playlist was like saves the day and get up kids and Jimmy world and shit. Like I was that shitty kid, um, at the punk rock shows and that was okay. Um, so clarity has a special place in my heart and it always will. Um, so it's really hard when I say that I don't know if it's there yet, but this record might be the one that takes it over for me. Um, when I go to pick out a Jimmy Eat world record, when I want to sit down and like, really like dig into music for a day and Jimmy Eat world's the thing that I pull out. Um, it's something that I think is really well produced and has a really cool sound and there's a wide variety. Um, yeah, I, I knew Brett was not going to like this cause he's not a guy that likes alt rock from the early aughts go figure. Um, so I knew that was coming, but Um, If a guy like Brett can say, hey, there was something cool here and it was made well, then if you're even a little bit into that sound of alternative rock, it should point you in the direction of, hey, this is probably something that's worth giving a look.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, it's definitely worth checking out. And yeah, it's beautiful. It's a cool record. I liked it a lot. Um, Yeah, those are our thoughts on... The brand spanking new Jimmy Eat world record. Uh now we get to the main event of the evening. We get to our haiku reviews, uh, where we sum it all up in poetic form. Uh yeah, and kind of real, just wrap it all up. Uh I'll go with same order. Uh Brett, what is your haiku?
2: Solid rock music, venerable rock band. Is it my thing?
0: No uh Patrick, what is your haiku
3: a uh, brand new record from a ba- from a band I care about, not what I wanted
0: hmm uh my haiku uh emo powerhouse keeps their sound fresh as ever and still going strong uh drew, what is your haiku
1: um, I would just like to point that. This was a Jimmy world record not a brand new record. Yes. <laughs> so might bring up brand new at some other time. Um too. Um yes. puns. Um we did garbage and now we do that one. great. Um a band that I love bringing out a great new record. Love every second. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh you can of course find this brand new Jimmy world uh, album uh on our Spotify playlist, Record breakers the home game. It'll be up there. Uh you can subscribe to that, you know, follow that playlist. Uh uh, you know, keep keep up with us uh as we do our homework. You can do your homework too, uh week in, week out. Uh and you know, follow along and form your own opinions, yell at us about them, and you know, do the thing. Uh on that Spotify playlist is gonna be next week's record. Uh and that's going to be my record it's back around to my turn. Uh and speaking of uh, kind of popping in newly released uh, albums, uh I'm going to re- put in a newly released hip hop record by a young uh upstart uh female rapper known by known as Samus and her newest album Pieces in Space. Uh so we're going to have a fun Interesting discussion to say the least next week. This is going to be a thinker and kind of a talker. Uh, so enjoy that. Enjoy that. Uh, but yeah, that's next week, and this is this week. And you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at the swagger. Brett is at hippitybibarad. H I B B I 2 I B I B B A R D. Drew is at extra dress. Yep, he sure is.
1: Yes, I'm right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, I'm a PD rave. The show's the four record breakers. That's the number four record breakers. Recordbreakerspodcast.com. Recordbreakerspodcast.gmail.com. Rebelly.net for this and other shows. Uh, Rebelli TV on YouTube. Uh, and a bunch of places. And we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on all anywhere you can find podcasts, really. Uh, and if we're not there, tell us. And I'll, I might bother to do something about it. Maybe. I don't know. I could. I have. I have an afternoon free. Uh, but yeah, subscribe, like, share, do the things. Until next time, I'll still swivels.
1: open mic it. That's kind of cool. it
0: it's too
2: late.